My guest today is Nancy McAleer of AMI Home Rental and the co-founder of Florida Rental by Owners, an online listing site. And my resource for this week is Canva. Many of you may have heard of it. Some of you hadn't, haven't, but I'm going to tell you why I use it and what I use it for. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. I am super delighted to be back with you again. And you might have noticed in that introduction, I did not mention a book. And one of the reasons is that a couple of people have given me some feedback because I did ask for some feedback and they said they're really enjoying my book recommendations, but once a week is too much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I agree. Once a week is too much because I was getting backed up on books I was reading and book, you know, I really want to get these books read so I can tell you about them and recommend them. I want to read them before I talk about them because otherwise it's a bit of an empty recommendation. I am moving my book of the week to make it a book of the month instead. I'm happier about it. I hope you're happy about it. So instead of the book of the week, I will include something else. And uh, this week, in fact, my guest offered a little bit of a bonus to uh, to the interview that we did. So I will be including um, that bonus piece of my discussion with Nancy instead of a book review. And then in upcoming weeks, I'm going to um, be doing some um, listener questions. So hopefully nobody's going to be too upset that I am not recommending one book every week from now on. You know, this was, this is all about experimenting. The change in the format of the podcast is about experimenting. I am getting some feedback from you, you know, from those of you who do like the music, uh, those of you who have enjoyed the book recommendations, but they're coming a little bit too fast and too frequently. Somebody has mentioned that they they really are enjoying the resource recommendations. So I'm going to keep those going uh, once a week because between myself and Mike and Jason, we should be able to come up with enough. And of course, if anybody out there, if you're listening, if you're using something that's really, really cool, please let me know. You can call in, you can record your recommendation and uh, we will uh, we will get it out on the air for you. Okay, well, I am in Como, Italy. If you're listening to this on the publication date and I'm looking forward to the Vacation Rental World Summit uh, in Como at this uh, this upcoming weekend. Also going to be catching up with a few people, lots of people, that I know are going to be there and there's going to be some surprises, people I hadn't expected to be there. So looking forward to seeing Celine, Alan Egan and Erica Muller and Richard Vorton. And yeah, just I'm, I'm not going to mention everybody. 
because I would just keep going on and on. But uh, there are, you know, there's going to be a lot of really nice reunions, lots of hugging going on at the weekend. So really, really looking forward to that. So today, as I mentioned, I'm talking to Nancy McAleer. We're going to be talking about Booking Direct and what she's been doing to create such a great Book Direct model for her Anna Maria Island homes. And we're also going to talk about Florida Rental by Owners, her listing site that she co-founded with Michelle Totino about, I think it's about two years ago, about 18 months, two years ago. And we talked in the interview, she didn't quite have a thousand listings, but I'm pleased to say that at this date of publication, they have gone well over a thousand now. So huge congratulations to Nancy and Michelle for just doing such an amazing job. So before I go into the interview, just wanted to talk a little bit about listing sites. And one of the questions I've said to um, Nancy in the interview is, you know, haven't we, aren't we trying to go full circle here? We started out with listing sites way, way back 20 odd years ago, which is when I was sort of starting out. And then the big online travel agencies, the OTAs just grew and grew and swallowed up so many of those listing sites that we knew and loved, you know, the old VRBO, the one that originally started it all out, and vacation home rentals and other rental sites that we remember so well from the old days. And I know we've longed for those old days to come back again because we, we've been overwhelmed by what the listing sites, you know, how, how those listing sites have grown and what they've become. And now we feel like we don't own our properties anymore. Or that seems to be some, some of the generalized feeling. I, I sort of wondered that, you know, whether we're going back to regional re- listing sites is a retrograde move. But, you know, I really don't think so. I think there is a huge movement that is going to take people back, take guests back to the times when they didn't have to spend huge amounts on service fees that really are giving them nothing in value. So there you are. They've got that, you know, I've got that out there. I'm sure you, I'm sure you're quite aware that that's, that's the way I feel. I talked to a guest just recently that went to stay in one of our properties and she had come to our property management company via one of the big listing sites. And we do advertise on them because they bring traffic and we need to get uh, bookings for our owners. This lady was complaining about a service fee and she paid nearly $500 in service fee for her reservation. And she she was asking me what it was for. And I said, I honestly, I, I can't help you on this. I said, I don't. She, she said, it, doesn't it mean that this booking site is going to be there if I have a problem? And I said, no, they're not going to be there if you have a problem at the property. You have to come to us because we're the management company that provided the property in the first place. And she was speechless. She had no idea that she could have booked directly with us 
and saved that $500. And she said, now I'm armed with that knowledge. I will never use one of these big booking sites again. She said, I will go out and search for independently advertised properties. I'll go out and look for those websites and those property management companies that are out there who are going to save me money. And I thought that's, you know, that's a real win. That is a guest educated. Part of what um, I'm going to talk to Nancy today is about guest education. But don't forget, as we lead up to 2020 and the Book Direct Day or week, I mean, I'm still waiting to hear from Amy what's going to be happening over uh, around that time. We really need to think about our Book Direct campaign. So after I've um, played this interview and talked to Nancy, then I'm going to come back a little bit more on this topic. But for now, let's move on over to the interview. So I'm super delighted to have with me today, Nancy McAleer, who has properties down in, well, you tell me, Nancy, where are your properties? They're in Anna Maria Island, Florida. It's a very small barrier island on the, the Gulf of Mexico in the central area of Florida. Well, you've been on the show before, actually, and you at that point you did tell us about all about your properties and about how you got into the business and started off, and it's such a great episode. So I'll make sure I put a link to that episode on the show notes. So if people want to come along and find out more about you, then they can go back to that episode because it was such a valuable one. You you brought us so much information on how you manage your business. And we talked then about direct booking because that's what I want to go into today. So just before we start, just briefly give us a, just a brief biography of, you know, how many properties you have, how long you've been in the business and and what you're doing in the business at the moment. Yeah, so uh, we have three properties now, and they're all catering to larger groups of people in four- and five-bedroom homes. It's multi-generational, mostly, that we have in terms of the party size and the family and the profile that we have in our properties. And we got into it in 2011 when there was a little bit of a blip in the economy, and it was a great opportunity as Canadians to get into the U.S. market, specifically in Florida, where we always wanted to vacation to as a family. And from there, it just skyrocketed and became a business for me. And it was just such a great opportunity to do all the things that I love in terms of passion. I love graphics and I love, you know, hosting people. I love making people happy. And I just love the the complete hosting cycle that having a vacation rental offers from the start to the finish in terms of, you know, not only helping them book the property, but looking great experiences in the area, finding out all my special insider tips and things like that, and really making sure that they walk away with an absolute amazing experience. And, you know, people save thousands of dollars for the entire year. And when they're putting this money and hopes and dreams into your vacation rental, it's, it's more than just booking an accommodation. So it, it was a really great experience for me. And then that led to a fellow owner, actually Michelle Totino, approaching me a few years back in 2017 to maybe start a hub so to speak, of sharing resources with other owners in our area and networking with other owners in the area. And from there, 
we had done some testing to see whether it would be successful. And we were had such a resounding uh, positive feedback from it. We decided to go ahead and launch a regional listing site. And when we took a look at the ROI and the numbers, we knew that our local area, which is only a small barrier island of seven, uh, seven miles long, it was really not worth our while in terms of how much time and effort it would take just to open for our small area. So we decided to open it up to the state of Florida. And that's where Florida Rental by Owners was really born. And from there, we've been working our tails off every single day. And it's a battle, but we really want to bring this book direct opportunity to other owners where we've found great success. And it's just a more stable structure to anybody's vacation rental business. So we're really excited with it. Well, that's great. And we're going to come back a little bit later on to talking a little bit more about your regional listing site. But just to kick off with, I know you just sort of tipped over in direct bookings to taking more bookings by yourself than from the OTAs. So can you give the case for why owners should consider a direct booking strategy? Because we have so many of them out there who just say, well, Airbnb does it for me or VRBO does it for me. What's the case for direct booking? Right. So, I mean, obviously, when you're just starting, it's just such an easy button to press in terms of going with a large online travel agency like Airbnb or HomeAway or VRBO. But as Expedia purchased, well, first of all, HomeAway purchased VRBO and then Expedia gobbled up HomeAway and VRBO. And then there's more and more saturation in the market of these vacation rental listings from when I first started in 2011. And then with that, I've found, even though they have a gazillion dollars for marketing and advertising spent, I've been experiencing in my own properties where there's a decline in the number of inquiries every year, year over year, since, since 2011, pretty much. So, I mean, if you are in a situation where you're listed only with one or two OTAs and your performance is declining, you're relying on that regional, that listing site's power to get you in front of people. And right now, my listing is buried in the bottom of thousands of listings. So I've even heard from my guests, my previous guests, that they can't even find me on the listing site where they've booked with me before because I'm just so buried at the bottom of the rankings. And then not only that, but if you're, if this listing site, for whatever reason, if you are not complying with their terms and conditions, they can throw you off of their platform very easily. And you can try and fight and scream your back, you know, back your way onto them. But I mean, you're done if you are only placing yourself in a position of having one outlet to gather inquiries and, and bookings. So it's a very, very shaky ground to put yourself on. And if this is something where you're relying on to pay your mortgages and operating costs, I mean, you really need to do yourself a service and, and diversify. And if diversify doesn't necessarily mean only on listing sites, it could be by making your own website or marketing on social media. It can be a multitude of ways, but it's definitely something that every business owner should consider. Okay. So if an owner or manager is currently listing just on a single platform, you know, I understand this. I talked before about, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket because you don't know what's going to happen with that, uh, with that basket at, at some point Absolutely. in the future. So how do they start to gain independence from, from the listing sites? I mean, I'm assuming 
the first thing to do would be to create a website. Absolutely, 100%. So I would say create the list, the website, excuse me, the personal website that advertises your product just for you. But it doesn't stop there. There's a lot of work that's to be done when you have a website. You need to educate yourself a little bit about how listing sites, how websites are ranked in Google or any other browser in terms of you need to have like listing directories, your website needs to be on them. You need to have backlinks to your websites from various sources with high ranking domain authority. You also need to make sure that the content on your website is valuable and that you're giving your traveler what they need. I think I've done a lot of hard work on my own personal website and it's been met with a lot of success in terms of my travelers absolutely love the information that I'm putting into it because it's evergreen content. I use it over and over and over again on my guest nurture campaigns when I do send my email newsletters, which is another way that you can gain independence. I also outsource it on social and all different social platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all great platforms to get your blog articles out into the web and digitally. So yeah, the website is just one part. So you really have to do a little bit of education, learn a little bit about websites, how they rank and offer content and a really great user experience to your travelers. So anybody who's coming onto your website, whether they know you or not, are going to be almost lost within your website with information you're going to give them. All local information is great, such as, you know, your top 10 restaurants, you know, what to see and do, having guides on your website of the local beaches or theme parks or the wine regions, having a a great map that's easily shared in terms of best places to visit when you're on either like the trolley that's in the local area or like a wine tour Things like that all are great, really user-friendly content that you can uh, utilize in many different ways and what we call like marketing stacking when you're getting it out into the digital world, so to speak. What about a booking engine, Nancy? Because I've, I've, seen, I've seen some really nice sites, you know, and then I've, I've gone through to say, okay, I wonder how they're doing the booking. And you click on book here and it goes to, the, it goes to either their Airbnb or their Verbo listing. That drives me crazy. I know. So there are tons and tons of booking software out there. And it's really grown in the last few years for small, small property owners, as well as property managers. So if you're a, a property owner that has a few properties like myself, you can use a, a simple website such as Wix. It's what I use. It's very simple to operate. It's a drag and drop theme. And they have plugins that have a hotel app, they call it, uh, which allow you to take bookings. There's also widgets that you can put into your website that could be from other software platforms like ownerreservations.com is also a great resource. And all of the bigger ones, too, you can utilize to have what we call widgets, which are basically little boxes that help the user click the dates that they want and press the book now button. So that's a better option. I mean, you really want to capture the user that's on your website right away. They're in the buying mode. 
So you really want to grab them while they're in the buying mode. You don't want to lose them by making them go through all these hoops to finally get to you to make a booking. Yes. And I, and going back to having a website that is then redirects to an OTA, I just, I don't see the point in actually working on the website because you're giving those guests away and you still don't have their email address. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, you know, and that goes back to the whole unique selling point because as a website owner, you have to give that traveler a reason to book with you. And then that's one of them. I mean, my gosh, in the last, few weeks, I've noticed a huge jump in the HomeAway VRBO fees that they're charging to my travelers. I mean, $599. I don't know who would want to pay that Mm -hmm. just for pressing the book button on somebody else's platform. That's just crazy. So how do you go about persuading guests then that booking direct is safe because that is really it seems to me that that's just about the only thing that the OTAs have going for them when they're offering the 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 site guarantees and I've heard guests say well you know I want to book with Airbnb or Verbo because they offer this guarantee if if you're not real if you're if you're trying to encourage guests to book direct with you how do you persuade them that it's safe to do so right so I mean, scammers are pretty lazy, in my opinion. A lot of the times if they would put up any website at all, it would be a real shell website, which might be a one-pager. So you're looking at a website that you want to make sure has a lot of content, a lot of details on, a lot of reviews. Any website should have reviews because that gains traveler trust. You need to have an About Us page to make sure that you can be verified. You can put in links to your LinkedIn uh, profile, your own Facebook profile, you know, anywhere that you can be uh, Googled, so to speak, to really showcase that you are a true person. And you can have references too. If somebody is nervous about booking with you, you can send them to a previous traveler who's been with you and had a great experience. You can show them all the different places that you're listed on as well as, you know, the information that's on two, three, four, five different places. And you want to definitely make it a secure and safe booking process for your travelers. So, I mean, Really, do we need to ask for wire transfers in this day and age? I don't think so. When you're in a booking platform, it should be very easy for you to offer an option that's through PayPal or for, through a credit card, where at least the traveler is protected by some means. So I think all of those would be really, I mean, great ideas, as well as having them sign up for your newsletter so they see that you're a legitimate person trying to advertise your business. And then, you know, you can do other things too, like direct them to the property tax appraisers site to show them that you are, you know, listed as the owner, things like that. So, and your vacation rental license should be listed on your website too. So if you have one or one is required. So all of those things are good indicators to a traveler just arriving to your website of who you are and that you might be legitimate. I like the idea of actually addressing the problem head on on a website. And I've seen that in a couple of places where they've got a blog post or or a page that says why we are safe, why it is safe to book through us. And it just it, it opens up and says, you know, we understand that you may be a bit wary of booking directly through a website. However, this is, you know, what we're showing you to show that we it, it is safe and secure to book through us. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, anybody who's handing over thousands of dollars needs to be a little bit savvy. And, you know, you double check where that money is going for sure. I mean, I saw a newscast the other day where somebody had been duped on Facebook, where they were posting in a group that they were looking for accommodation, and then somebody private messaged them. And, you know, that's, that's the first red flag. Why is somebody private messaging them? It should be public and that they could be shown a link to their property where they can be communicated with. But this person didn't do any due diligence and she didn't even recognize that the person on Facebook wasn't the actual owner listed as the name in the home away link that that person had sent to her. So, I mean, to be a little bit savvy (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, things like the address, are the address on the property the same as what's in the rental contract, things like that. They all have to match up. I mean, it's like you're handing over thousands of dollars, which is almost like you're purchasing a car. When you're purchasing a car, wouldn't you check underneath the hood before you buy it? It's the same sentiment, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's a shame that often these stories we hear just highlight the fact that people did not do their due diligence. They just they, they took everything at face value and then gave away their money and then realized that maybe they should have checked a little bit better. Uh, but of course, that, that's what hits the media. Yes, exactly. And, it, and it's used by a scare tactic from the larger OTAs mm-hmm. very well, because they, they, they are scaring people into paying these three, four, five hundred, six hundred dollar traveler fees just for pressing that book now button, which is surprising to me because these large companies don't manage my property. If there's a problem, it's not that company that's going to manage that problem with the traveler. Just unless there's some sort of argument that might come into play. But but really five, six hundred dollars, it just I am surprised when people actually book and I and they ask about the fees and then I take a screenshot and I show them, you know, here's the home away fees, but that's not my fee. And then they would go ahead and book. I'm like mm-hmm. really shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it it just seems to have been built in now to the DNA of the new traveler that they expect to have these fees, they expect to pay these fees. Right. Or they just are too time crunched to mm-hmm. actually, you know, take that one step further and either Google the owner's name or Google the name of the property. And then they could find the other option, which they could book direct and save themselves that kind of money. So I guess that that might be the other one. But I mean, we see it almost on a daily basis on the regional website on Flarbo that, you know, people will write to the owner and in the inquiry and say, I saw your property on VRBO, but it's cheaper here. Can I book here? We see it constantly. Even today, I got an inquiry. Somebody had said, oh, I see this property is open here. Can I book it here? So the mass exodus is starting. I, I think that's great. So, so and, and that's a great segue, in fact, into talking about um, Flarbo and why you started it, why you and Michelle actually kicked it off. Because in this world of mega OTAs, I mean, it's what made you do this? <laughs> because it really is a David and Goliath thing. It is totally. And, you know, looking back on how much work it has been, uh, in hindsight, I'm not so sure we would have tackled it in the <laughs> beginning, but we're really happy we did because we really feel like we're offering this opportunity for owners who are just sick and tired of having to conduct their business in a corporate dictatorship kind of environment where 
they have to follow the cancellation policies, let's say, of the OTA, or they have they can't talk to somebody in person. Many, many people who have been doing this for years only want to talk to somebody on the phone before they let them in their house because it, it's personal to them. So, I mean, it was just a great opportunity for us to get out there. We saw the need. We saw people being fed up and saw nobody doing anything. We said, well, let's do it. Let's see if we can. And and we have. So it's been just, I mean, it's been a learning curve on, in some respects, but in other respects, it's been a godsend for many, many people. And for even my own rentals, because I, I keep talking about my own rentals, but I constantly track the stats. I mean, I'm getting more inquiries anyway this year through Flarbo that I am in all the combined OTAs. So that's something. So I know that we're on to a great, great website and business. I mean, I just looked at the inquiries today. We've just passed 27,500 inquiries to date on the website. So, I mean, we're getting out there. We're getting the job done in terms of educating the owners, getting the owners on board, and actually significantly marketing and advertising to hundreds of thousands of Florida travelers. So we're really excited about it. Yeah, it's, it's going really well. And we've, we've got lots of ideas to make things better for owners and, and educate them more on what they can do to have a stronger vacation rental business model. And, and Book Direct is, is a huge part of it. So how many properties do you currently have listed? We're just shy of a thousand. We're three property shy of a thousand. I was hoping to come on the podcast today and say, we just hit a thousand. <laughs> well, if I, but I have to be honest. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully there's, a, there's people list, uh, listening who have properties in Florida that will think about making up that thousand for you. Yeah, well, by the time the podcast goes live, we will have it. You will have, yeah, absolutely. So what interests me, Nancy, is that we've we've gone this almost full circle. You know, I for, for those of us who remember 15 or 20 years ago when we only had VRBO and before HomeAway came on the scene at all, you know, that that's what we had. We had VRBO or Verbo and vacation home rentals, and in the in the UK, there was holidayrentals.co.uk. Same in Australia, there were all the, the, the independent listing sites. And then they all got gobbled up into these yeah. just mega online travel agencies. And, you know, now they're just huge corporate giants. So, yeah, well, I read, to- a, I read recently that Priceline and Expedia, just those two OTAs, they have a domination of 95% of the market share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, yes, cause including booking.com, of mm-hmm. course, which is, which is massive. Yeah. So what, we're, we're all we're full, full circle now. So what makes smaller listing sites competitive today? We're really focused on our market, our niche market of Florida travelers. And, you know, we're marketing and advertising to where those people are. And we're really marketing in a way for our vacation rentals that might be niche to that Florida traveler. Let's say, for example, you know, boat-friendly rentals, for example. You know, I don't see that with the large OTA. So we're hitting those niche markets that they're missing completely. All those different aspects that we can target in terms of where are those travelers, we're, we're really hitting them and putting a lot of our, our dollars into those areas. And then 
I think that the opportunity to have a listing site where you can still manage your business your way. I mean, there's so many property managers out there as well as property owners that may manage their properties completely different than their neighbor right next door. So this type of listing site gives them the freedom to do that. They can decide anything in terms of what's required for their rental contract or what's required for their cancellation policies or how they handle different aspects of their business, which I think is totally unique and different. And and it's just people are, are thirsting as property owners to get back to that, to really make their business more positive in terms of ROI less of a headache. I mean, there's so many people that I can see on some of the Facebook groups too that just say, oh, I I sold my property. I couldn't take it anymore. I mean, that's a sad situation where you feel like you can't do a business anymore because of all these requirements by the OTA. So there's just, you know, there's a different way for sure. And how do you see it in the future? Do you see these regional listing sites um, expanding? So I know there are other listing sites in different parts of the US. And I know that, you know, here in Canada, you're Canadian, you you know that Cottages in Canada is our big listing site. It's been around since forever. <laughs> and we still, as a property management company, get probably 80% of our traffic comes from Cottages in Canada. So we, we understand it up here. Um, but how do you see it growing in the US? So for regional listing sites, it's tricky. I mean, you have to do a little research still in the early days to see who would be a great regional listing site to go with. I mean, there are several levels, I'll say. Some of them are just the setting up your listing and then that's it. They don't do any marketing. They don't do any advertising. They're not driving any traffic to the website for whatever reason, whether the owner knows what they're doing or doesn't know what they're doing. And when I say owner, I mean that the person that owns the regional website. So there's a couple of tools you can use on the web that you can just quickly grab the domain of the website that you're looking at it at listing with and then pop them into different tools like, you know, SpyFU or, or, you know, lots of different small uh, SEO tools to see how many keywords that domain is ranking for. Um, you can even see if they're doing advertising with Google ads, things like that. It's very easy to see which regional listing sites are actually doing something for their property owners and which ones aren't. And when I say aren't, the ones that are asking you for a subscription of about $35, 40 even $60, they're not doing anything except for uploading your listing and that's it. There's no money left over, I could tell you for a fact <laughs> of being somebody who successfully runs one of these websites. There's no money left over for marketing and advertising after that. And, and I can say that because both Michelle and I have not taken $1 since we've launched yet. And we've just poured every single dollar right back into it to try and boost it and get it going in terms of SEO, backlinks, advertising, marketing digitally in airports, hard copy materials, traditional magazines, etc. So that takes a lot of money. So when you're looking at a regional listing site or another website to, to list with, then you really have to make sure that you're you're it's asking for a reasonable dollar amount in terms of a subscription or or commission for booking. So those are two really great indicators of who to go with. 
Yes, and it's it's sad to see on on some of the Facebook groups where people are saying, "Well, I, I I'm not going to be I'm not going to spend any money on a an independent listing site. I want it for free because and, until they can guarantee me the return." And and that that's always an interesting one because you've got a chicken and egg situation there. Yeah, and I think you absolutely. you you alluded to that in your article in Matt's VRMB blog, and I'm going to put a link to that as well because it was such a great article. Thank you. Really about how to how to do it and how you and Michelle have gone around gone about it, and I I, I found that really really fascinating. If anybody's out there thinking of of creating <laughs> a regional listing site, you need to go to that article to start with. And I know you you mentioned that there's been some sort of fly by night companies that have come along with and you know I, I definitely know of a couple that I'm sure you had in mind when you wrote that that you know they were full of of the hype but really didn't get deeply in into the why why people would want to list with them in the first place and the work that was involved in getting it off the ground so you know I'm huge kudos to you and Michelle for for doing this and I'm so glad it is showing such success right now oh thank you so much yeah it's it's a big job and we're just really excited to to that it's super successful all of our efforts have really paid off and and you know we're getting the bookings we're getting the inquiries we're getting like our every time we hear from one of our owners that we call it a Flarbo family member that gets more bookings through us and, and is doing, is being really successful. It's a huge win for us. Like it's really personal. It's not so much about making gazillion dollars for us. It's more about the passion to help people, the passion to help these owners that really need to find a different way. Because I mean, at the like if you're looking at a property vacation rental business and you're, maybe paying a property manager 15, 20%. And then you're paying like a commission booking fee on a large OTA. There's not a lot of profit left. I mean, there's really not. So, you know, having this opportunity to help these owners really regain financial stability and business stability has been super rewarding for us. So, I mean, we're just at the tip of it. I know that we can do things there's so many things that we have as ideas that are brewing and, and so many things that we want to do to even help our owners more. I mean, it's just, uh, we hope it's the tip of the iceberg and that it's going to continue to flourish. Well, I wish you all the good fortune in the in the future. And I will be touching base with you in, in the next year or so to find out how it's going. So Nancy, thank you so much for joining me. It's been such a pleasure talking to you again. And, uh, and I hope we will catch up in person at some point in the future. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Heather. It's always such a pleasure to speak with you. And thank you so much for everything that you do and all the education and inf- information you provide. It's just it's astonishing. And I, I love that you've been around for, for all these years, right from day one for me. So I, I thank you for that personally. So it's, it's always fun to talk to you. Thank you so much. Well, it's been a pleasure, Nancy. Thank you. And yes, indeed, always a pleasure talking to Nancy. She has, she is so savvy about this industry and, and, 
you know, you might think that maybe it's not so savvy starting a listing site, but they really are knocking it out of the park at the moment. And they're doing so with all their knowledge and passion for this business. So I really mean it. Congratulations, ladies. And here's hoping you have huge success in the future. So we're going to come back to Nancy in a few minutes, but uh, just until then, I wanted to share with you one of my favorite resources. And it's it's very relevant to the whole book direct thing, because when you're doing this, you've got your website, you've probably got a landing page, but you probably want to do some email marketing, some newsletters, send out uh, some form of campaign to educate your guests And if you look at the article that I have referred to in the show notes, it's an article on VRM Intel and called Vacation Rental Managers and Owners Share Book Direct Messages. You could go down a whole variety of uh, examples of what different companies are sending out in terms of their book direct messages. Most of them are using graphics. And for me, the best resource for doing graphics is Canva, canva canva.com. It's free. You can have a paid model, but you know it, you probably don't need that. I would suggest if you've never used Canva is that you go into it and you try it out. You know, you use some of the uh, stock images in there. You try uploading some of your own images. And then there's a ton of templates that you can use to create posters or to create newsletters or to create general documents. Just go and try it out. If you enjoy playing around with these types of platforms, this is so easy to use. So, For those of you who are already using Canva, I'm preaching to the converted. You don't need to listen to this bit. But for the rest of you, I would go give Canva a whirl and see what you come up with. By the time we get to February of next year, I would like to have this sort of portfolio of book direct messages that people are putting together. Now, remember that book direct is about educating guests. It's about telling guests that they are paying through the nose when they book with an OTA. They're paying far more than they need to. So remember that uh, when you're putting together your book direct message. And once again, go to that VRM Intel Intel article, check out the examples. They really are great and should give you some inspiration on what you could actually do. Okay, I'm going to go back over to Nancy again, because after we'd finished our interview, she called me and she said, do you know, she said, after we after we um, signed off, she said, I realized that there, were, well, there was a ton of other things I wanted to say. So she came back in to give us seven of her best tips for booking direct. So let's go on back on over to Nancy and hear what they are. I have seven unique book direct ideas that any vacation rental owner can tackle and make a difference. So this is anywhere from very simple ideas to a little more advanced, but all great ideas that don't necessarily have to happen in the book direct week, but can be happening throughout the course of the year. So I'll start off with number one. 
just something super simple would be uh, the email signature on your box that you know you can add in a message about Book Direct. So anytime anybody is inquiring with you, or if you're uh, corresponding with a potential travelers or even repeat guests, it's a really strong message that you can put in. That's a unique selling point that they'll come back to you and book directly. Now you can put in a graphic with that that you can make easily on Canva or some sort of software like that. Number two. You can turn your Facebook business page into a booking platform yourself. You don't even need to have any major software for this. It's just a static HTML iframe tab that you would embed your either your website into it or even an availability calendar if you have that. And that's a way that you can advertise, share on Facebook Marketplace, within travel groups, and within your own business page where you can take direct bookings yourself. Very, very simple to do. Just have to do a little bit of research to get it done. Number three, it's really simple. Network with other owners in your area or even in other owner groups that you might be in, in forums. And get together, do a blog article about tips and tricks to successfully book direct for travelers. I did this a few years ago with some owners that I I am a mastermind group with, and they're located all over the country. And it was just a great resource for backlinking and great tips and tricks for travelers to feel safe about booking direct. Number four, so make a blog article on your website or even on a blogging software platform. If you don't have a website, something like Vacation Soup is a great idea where um, you're listing all the platforms where your travelers could find your vacation rentals. So I'm talking about tourism, county tourism websites or on your Facebook platform or your own vacation rental website, as well as regional websites too, like make a full list. And it can even be a comparison of how much the traveler could save based on which portal they're using. It's a great idea. And then number five would be press releases, something that's not used very often, but it's a great resource. It goes out to all the news outlets about how much your vacation rental business has saved travelers in booking fees. So that's an easy calculation that you can do on average, travelers are, are paying in fees around 5% conservatively on a rental rate. Um, for my own properties, since we started, we've saved travelers uh, by booking direct over $40,000. So that's a really unique edge that you can try and get out to the press and something that may result in even more press for you. Number six, it's a great idea. A little bit more work, but a giveaway contest is always a great idea to get more exposure for your vacation rental business. You could do something like a free three-night stay to advertise and leverage with a book direct message. This is fantastic with contests that you can do to expose uh, yourself on through Facebook, social media, through your newsletters with your own repeat guests, and getting the word out with sharing it with all of and leveraging all the people that your followers know. I mean, even on my own Facebook page, uh, my business page, we've got about 20,000 followers. That's a lot of people and a lot of leverage that you can access and get the word out for Book Direct. And number seven is outreach to bloggers. I love working with bloggers, especially budget bloggers. Maybe you want to look at for this type of campaign and maybe pay for a sponsored article about, you know, what are the benefits of Booking Direct and how a a typical family could save a certain amount of money, what they could do instead. It's always a great idea. And, and bloggers normally charge anywhere about 200 to $500, depending on their reach. So it's pretty reasonable in terms of getting you out there within the article 
getting exposure to your vacation rental business as well. And then, you know, all of these steps are, are great ideas, whether you do one or do all seven. We're only one voice. We usually work alone, but we have access to hundreds. So, you know, hundreds of voices make a huge impact against the Goliath of the uh, online travel agency. So it's definitely worth a go. Good luck. Well, thank you, Nancy, for those additional tips. That was great. And I'm going to start doing this a little bit more, uh, actually asking all my guests to give us some additional tips that perhaps didn't come out in the interview, just as a little bit of a bonus. Um, Not sure how that will go down, but we shall see. We've got some great guests coming up, by the way. We're going to be hearing from uh, Andy Reynolds, who custom built an accessible house in Cyprus. And I've actually stayed there. We're going to be talking to Tyanne again about her massive house build in Branson, Missouri. And I've got Jason coming on. He's going to t- um, to talk with me about a 2020 plan for digital marketing. So there's a ton of stuff coming up. Many other people that, uh, that I haven't mentioned because uh, I am batch recording all these. So Everything is done before I head off to VRMA and then on to my road trip down to Alabama for the month of November, where I'm going to be doing a ton of writing. That's it for this week. I trust everything is going well for everybody during your, if you're having some downtime, of course. Let me know how you're doing. Certainly, as I said, let me know if if you have a go at Canva and you've got some book direct messages you'd like to share, because I think that would be really nice. We can get them out on the um, blog and uh, and show people. So thank you once again for joining me. And uh, until next week. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.